Oh, yeah. that went all <laughs> over you. Spread it all over yourself. Oh, too enthusiastic. Ooh. <clears throat> That's nice. All right. Welcome to the first Prime Meat Podcast video. Ex- I'm looking straight at the camera. Oh, don't do that then. I said myself to the boys not to do that earlier, but <laughs> yeah, anyway, welcome to it. Episode um, 11. Episode 11. This is what we look like. The people in America. <laughs> <laughs> this is what we look like. The people in America. We can't forget about our audio listeners, so let's make it a good experience. Yep. Um, you can't tell right now, but there's another person in the room. So I'm going to Jay Shetty it and do my best to introduce him. His name's Mickle. Yeah. <laughs> That's me. His name's Mickle. He's one of the Melbourne boys. Um, we, we don't live here. We are in Melbourne at the moment. We are currently hotel. in Melbourne in our nice hotel room. In my town. Yeah, that's right. And we were like, well, it's a nice room. Let's do the first video experience of the podcast. Uh, we know Mickle through friends, but we really met first online. And we, we doubted his existence. We're like, Mickle doesn't exist. Not who really. the hell is Mickle Pickle? Who the hell is... Who is to say I do exist at this point? Yeah, Can't who is... Yeah. Met Michael, but who is Mickle Pickle? <laughs> <laughs> who is Mickle Pickle? Pickle? Who is Mickle Pickle? He could just be an AI, a figment. Are all three of us we figured, uh, figured out our um? All figure, all three of us figure, uh, struggle to see close. Yeah, we all we all need glasses. He's not wearing proper glasses right now, but are those mine? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, those, yeah, those, those are mine. Yeah. And um, so we we met him online, and this is the first time we've met him in person. Is for this podcast. We went out. Um, we went for dinner, out. had some drinks, so we're already a bit, a little bit drunk, a little bit, a little bit fuzzy, and then we got some fuzzy. Good one. <laughs> um, yeah, and then we, we bought some more drinks, and we're here. We're chilling. Yeah, we're here. Yeah. Let's list. get straight into it. Uh, question for the guest: oh, oh. What are the three primary colors? <laughs> <laughs> now go on. <laughs> What are they? RGB, red, green, blue. I fucking told you. Okay. Uh, um, what, did, what did he say? So, well, he also agreed with you because I was wearing a, a fit the other day that consisted of red Connies, a yellow cap, and I had my blue jumper on. And I said, I'm in my primary colors fit for the day today. And he looks at me and he's like, Yellow is not a primary color, and he says very, very uh, definitively. Very, he's very sure about it. Well, yeah, I, I was very sure that it's not. Why do you think TVs are made out of red, green, blue pictures? So apparently there are different versions of primary colors. We found out. Yeah. For colorblind people, or no, no, like, no, in general for like for, for the media they're um on. Right. So uh, digitally, it's green instead of yellow. So the primary colors are red, blue, yellow. And for yeah. me personally, that's how they've always been. And now that I figured out, yeah, green is not a primary color because uh, really? you can't mix. Two... Green is a mixture of yellow and blue. Yeah, I, I don't know if it has to do with vibrance of like um, screens or and something. Then, but you know, Mitchell also mentioned it. There's nothing you can mix together to make yellow. Yeah, you can't mix anything to make yellow, or any of the primary colors to make yellow. <laughs> no, what? No. So then I was like, Ryan, <laughs> yellow is a primary color. He's like, no, it's not. And I'm like, it is. It's red, blue, yellow. And he's he's standing there in denial. He's on his phone. He's like, I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> and I was quickly... Because you Google primary colors and the first... It, it shows you them. <laughs> it shows you the color wheel. 
Yeah. I was I was quickly dethroned. But this, like I've been the same. I've always grown up thinking red, blue, green. I'm Just, fairly sure if I was a kid, year two me would have known that yellow was a primary color. That's one of the early things. You're but talking. like, I don't think about primary colors really. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. But yeah, that was that was a pretty embarrassing moment. But it's been a day. It's been a day. It's been a day. Um, have you listened to the new Kanye single? Not yet, actually. No, I haven't. Honestly, I can't remember the last time I listened to Kanye. I won't lie. Not because of anything that's going on. I just can't remember the last time I listened to On yeah. the plane ride over, I was listening to No More Parties in LA a lot. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I was just vibing with well, it. Well, actually, I think I have listened to one song, which the first word I cannot repeat, but they are in oh, Paris. Oh, they're in Paris. They're in oh, Paris. That's... I so, don't know that. That song is off one of the most streamed or most viewed or most whatever um, rap collab albums of all time. Jay-Z and Kanye West's Watch the Throne. Jesus. But there are a lot, because there's that No Church in the Wild. Yeah, that's on there. That's got Frank Ocean on it. That one's very good. That, that one's very popular one. as well. Yeah. Um, what else is on there? Frank Ocean is chill. He's very good to listen Except to. Except when he turns up late yeah. to a set and then... Yeah. Did, you, did you hear about that? When he came late to Coachella Damn. and everyone was mad. Well, I mean, respectfully, that make, yeah. makes sense. Like, artist being late is okay. He was like an hour late. And then for the second day of Coachella, which he was meant to be at, he just didn't show up at all. And they had to replace him with, um... Ooh, I cannot remember off the top of my head who they replaced him with. I mean, who do you remember? Replacements. So I saw a funny TikTok before. And it was when any musician pulls out of a major Australian festival as like a headline act. Yeah. They always bring in Hilltop Hoods. They are yeah. always ready to go, which I respect. That is, yeah. I like Hilltop Hoods as well. And I like them even more than that, more for that, because they, they will just, they're like, I, no preparation or anything on this stage, I'm just going to go out. Yeah, they are veterans of the industry. You know Hilltop mm. Hoods? Yeah, of course. Yes. Well, he lives in Hilltop they're Hoods from, country. from Adelaide. Well, he's closer than us. Okay. <laughs> I have a serious question, because it was made in Melbourne and produced in Melbourne. Do you know a show called Upper Middle Bogan? I've heard of it. I've never seen okay, it. At least he's heard of it because I bring this up where we're from, up in yeah. Queensland. People have never heard of it. It's an Australian TV That's show. People in Queensland are like three years behind on everything. You're not wrong because we've only just got digital licenses. Exactly. But yeah, it's just like that is a very staple show in my family. Like we watch that all the time yeah. together. And it's just, I bring it up. People are like, I've never seen this before. But people are obviously because it's made here. I feel like you'd see it more. And it's a bit more accurate for here, I guess. But Yeah, for sure. But it's still, I think, accurate in Australia overall. But nah. Hmm. I've seen it before. I I've watched a couple episodes, but it mainly would just show up on the TV guide. Yeah. Um I've seen that I've heard this Kanye single. Yeah, Vultures. So yeah. it's a lead single of the uh Kanye West Ty Dollar Sign collaboration EP. Uh, and they're making a new group for it. Oh. I'm, I'm sorry. So we, we, we've got Camembert and Crackers. It's not my fault it was all stuck together. <laughs> I've tried to cut it, so I've tried to cut so the cheese know. respectfully. But I'm a bit half cut as well. And it's not going well. I haven't cut all the way through, obviously. And I'm going to I'm gonna grab a piece as well. Yeah, try not to eat straight into the thing. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> It was only cut like two thirds down the. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, so it's uh, Kanye West title assign. Their their little group they've made is a yen symbol and a dollar symbol. 
which I don't know if any, no one I've seen who has talked about it has given that, I just call it yay dollar. Uh, but it came out and it's, it was interesting because it was originally played on a DJ set in some radio thing in Chicago or something. And then it came out and Lil Durk was on it and he was taken off it for the original release, for the uh, official release on streaming. Mm -hmm. And he was replaced by someone named Bump J, who I've never heard of. And um, it's okay. <laughs> I guess that's yeah. the best way to describe it. I had it. neither like strong opinions. I like uh, The best verse of it was Ty Dolla Sign's verse, yeah. which is the last one. I f I, it was just eh. It was just eh. And like the, the most notable lyric of it was by Kanye and he said, How am I anti-Semitic? I just fucked a Jewish bitch. Yeah. Was that yeah. right after all the controversy with him though? Or this was this the before? most this is the most recent. This, this thing only that's came happened. out okay. like a week ago? Oh god. A, bit a week and a bit, yeah. A week and a bit ago. Yeah, okay, so that's very recent. Yeah. yeah it's recent. And so like in like the public eye, we had Kanye's meltdowns and all of that. Uh, and then we had him like I don't even know if him getting head on a gondola in Venice made big news. I saw it, I'd but yeah, that. it oh, wasn't. You have, okay, so it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't on big news, but I saw yeah. it on like Twitter and that. Yeah, and then he drops this single, which has received mixed re uh, re reviews. I think the only people that are raving about it are big Kanye fans. Yeah, a big Kanye. Like fans. I enjoy Kanye. I listen to a lot of Kanye. Yeah, but I wouldn't call myself like a because huge Kanye it's fan. It's because everyone who even speaks about Kanye anymore are big Kanye stands, really. Yeah, like, support everything he says, which... I'm yeah, okay, that's debatable. There's a Kanye West fan of music, yeah. and there's someone who is... A fan of him. A fan of him, right? And I can understand being a fan of him, but it's to a point. Mm. Yeah. I guess he's a fan of his music. Where he's saying this stuff, and even if it is m musically... in a musical um, environment, it's still, like... Yeah. Because he, he also said on this EP he's dropping for yay dollars that there are no controversial lyrics. <laughs> well, right? <laughs> I do find that unbelievable. It, because Kanye West will say, like, nothing's controversial. And then uh, it, it's, it's like um, frogs in boiling water. Because, like, he'll say something horrendous and he'll be like, this is fine. Mm. Yeah, but it's in it's in yeah it's in his view that it's not controversial. Yeah, exactly, the mass public will probably agree he, that it's controversial. Yeah, yeah. I, I've got a theory about this. And I remember talking about this with my dad a couple of years ago. This was when all the Michael Jackson stuff was coming out. Yeah. All those people who are very artistic, artistically creative. Let's say Michael Jackson, Kanye West, both have done outside of the outside of the box musical stuff. Yes, yeah, and it's sure. always been it's been very successful. Well, me and my dad were talking about how those people they must think different. They think how their music produced is like normal, yeah, compared to like what we would see as normal. So they might say and do this stuff because they think it's fine or normal in a way. If that yeah. makes sense, no, that makes sense. So that's the only way I can I can comprehend it. They live but, in a different world. But, yeah. Different mindset. Yeah, they just think yeah. their brain is just wired differently. I still don't go out yet. Like, they were fine with what they did. Yeah. Oh, can you look into that? So, my phone is currently taking the video for this. I'm going to check it's still going. I'm just worried. Yeah. This is the first time we've done it. It's... Yeah, I mean... So, I sent for a few of my notes. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So... 
a few things came out. There was a Kanye single. There was a Conway the Machine single. I don't know if I've gotten you to listen to much from him. Um, well, uh, Conway the Machine's an old guy. He raps and he's doing a collab uh, album with someone named One Two, like W U N Two. And he's this guy from like Germany and um, he's got Italian heritage. So they've named the album Palermo, Palermo, however you would say it. And they've released a few singles. The most recent one was Cosca. And uh, it's very nice, laid back, chill with some trap rapping. And it's nice. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to that. That's coming out the 22nd of December, just before Christmas. Should Damn. be good. You know what's right crazy Christmas. for first time? Mm-hmm. I have an EP, a new EP that's come out, Ooh. and it's not from a big artist. How crazy is this? Like, but when you say not from a big artist, how this person? How is that? So, it's, so if we talk about like new music that's come out, I know when like Drake has dropped and all that. Like I know that's like that's the main, yeah. So I know like when a big artist has released something. Is this like really underground type shit? Kind no, of, yeah. this person technically already has a following. Already, form. but. They're not big, like they're not a big artist by. Yeah. Um, Alfiandra released an EP, and it's it's bedroom pop, which I haven't listened to a bedroom a lot of bedroom pop before. Mm. It was nice and chill. It was like I was listening to it, and he talks a lot. He's talked a lot before how he's I'm always nervous, uh, to release stuff because he he never thinks it's good enough. And he got like he got a festival set like two years ago, Glastonbury, mm. and he dipped on it because he just he was too he didn't think he was good enough to do it. He imposter syndrome almost. Mm. And I listened to it. It was very nice. It was very yeah laid back, very light. I was listening to it before my flight here, and I was like, Oh, I forgot to listen to it. You told this me is good. the guy who made it, and not the name. This is good. Is is bedroom pop like shoegaze? Is that the other? Yeah. Because when I when I googled what is shoegaze ages ago, I came up with like bedroom. It's called Shoutfoots. And what he, he says, it's it's all produced by him. He's got no label. He's got no editor. It's all just him. Nice. That's yeah. done it. And for some, it's just one person doing it. Very high quality. And did he did he ship it without showing it to anyone? Do you know? He had like mentioned it. He, yeah, he's, he's just, he showed it to like his friends and family. Yeah, okay. And he just put it out. But it was like... It was good. It was nice and chilly. I'll have to play that one later. It's 19 minutes, so it's pretty short. But I was like, it, it is a certain, like, you got, like, chill music. Yeah. But then you've got him, like, it's a chill beat, and he talks about serious stuff, but it's mm. down low. But, yeah, it's enjoyable. All right. Fair enough. Let's hear from you. Let's hear something from you. What, like... An EP or... Anything you can talk about yourself, music you like. I don't know, like... In terms of, like, new albums, I've been listening to... I I don't know what it's called. What's the new Post Malone album? Uh, Austin. Austin, Austin, yes. I've been listening to that a lot more recently. Yeah. I mean, you guys did just go to the concert. Oh, yeah. I think would be a great topic to talk about because I would still like to hear more about it, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we're in Melbourne for the Post Malone concert. We saw uh, it last night. Yeah, he went on tour. The If You Weren't Here, I'd Be Crying tour. Yeah. Uh, his Melbourne show. It was great. So we saw the some more content. We saw Post Malone in Melbourne at the start of the year when he did his uh, tour with the Red Hot Chili Peppers where he opened for them. And he sounded good then. 
Yeah. But it was him and... Did he have a guitarist? And drums? No, the guitarist came up at some point and played. Yeah, it was just him. But it was just him on the stage. But for this one, just it was just his tour. He had strings, he had violin, violins, yeah. cellos, and he had a cello. A cello, yeah. He had uh, electric guitar, bass guitar, mm-hmm. keyboards, and drums. And he sounded phenomenal. Yeah. Did he play country song or no? No. Because that would no. need the others, no? No, yeah. He played... The only thing that he played that was new was Overdrive, Chemical and Morning. Yeah. Which are all big songs. Morning I have been thoroughly enjoying. Yeah. I, I like the big songs, but I think I heard them so much. Like when they come on, I'm just like, oh yeah. Yeah. But hearing them in person, it's like, this it is crazy. sick. Also, when we saw him last when he was with the Peppers, we were like back, back in the grandstands. Yeah, we were golden circle. He was time. in the middle of a cricket pitch. AFL. Was this? That's the same thing. Where was this? Marvel Stadium. Oh, Marvel, Marvel Stadium. Stadium. He's like out there. There's all the people who are on the ground who paid extra. And we're just in the back. And like there was a big wall cutting half of our view. Yeah. But this time we, we splurged a bit and we, we were in the golden circle. We were right in front of him. We were only not even 50 meters. I'd say less than that. Lift. From what I saw, you guys were extremely We, we got close fairly we, we were fairly close. close. Like if you threw a water bowl, you could probably hit his head. Definitely. If I yeah, if I loved it up, yeah, you could. <laughs> I, I I'd back myself. I probably landed on the roof of the whole thing. That no, I don't think you'd do that. Yes, I could. Could you? Okay, not with all the people around me, but if I could just if I had like no space. If you had room to wind yeah, up. Yeah, definitely. Okay, yeah. Okay, you back yourself. And it was like a few times I turn around and man, you guys are missing out. They were far. Like they looked far. Like. The only bad thing about being that close in the wash was the weed smell was very potent. She wasn't terrible. Like, there was a guy right in front of us who was just ripping his vape the entire time. But it was time. like, it was <laughs> funny. Because yeah. you were sitting in the, we were all sitting in the crowd, and when you could just get the waft of the weed, people would be like, yo, you got a share? Or anything, which made me laugh. Yeah. About 90% of the Melbourne population. Yeah. But like, some of the shorter people that came with us didn't notice it at all. Yeah, which is insane. So I felt like I was just, every yeah. time I sat there and I took a deep breath, I'm like, so I feel like, like I got a contact high. Where the scent actually... Yeah, out. like, we all reckon we got a contact high. Well, it's... Uh, would it, it... It would be denser than hot air. It would be lighter than hot air. I don't know, weird science, man. Or cold air, sorry. Because <laughs> cold air is... Oh, yeah, so it, it should be rising more. Because it, oh, yeah. it's hot. I don't know if vapes get hot. No, they do. That's how they... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like how the earth works. It's like cold air, weed air, hot air. Yeah, like if you look at any, and I'm, like, I'm happy. I'm I'm tall, like I'm six foot three basically, and I got basically a clear view. Yeah, there were people in front of us who had like a kid with them, and they would on random intervals just put the kid up on the shoulders, and like my entire like I can't see him anymore. <laughs> He's behind this kid, <laughs> and then there were people joking about. No, I won't say that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> uh, his opening act were Dope Lemon. Oh. So we, we all get there and we're like, all right, show starts at 7.40. And then... We we, <laughs> we were there at like 5.40. We, we got there early. We got there early because we got so we want to get there early. We want to line up. We wanted up. a nice spot. Yeah. So we get there and we're just... We, we get our drinks, we get in. I hit the cloakroom and put all the, the valuables away. And we get there and we're just standing around for a while and eventually 7.40 rolls around. It's like... Well, okay. At 7.20 a graphic uh, appears on the screen in front of us. And it's just like of this man who has a lemon head 
and there's eight of the men with lemon heads and they're all walking and on and on random time as they'd all like get down and like pop a squat for a photo while they're all still walking so it doesn't make sense they're all just laid over each other and 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 ben who's with us is like dope lemon yep dope lemon dope on their shirt i've heard of them because it's played in his car before i've never heard of dope lemon have you heard of dope lemon yes i have okay so <laughs> they ben's like this is sick they finally come out on the stage and they start playing and ben's like no <laughs> it wasn't the vibe for it at no, all because i feel like like we said earlier a big stage is not for that kind of group no I mean, yeah we didn't talk about this it's a small general. smaller area that they need yeah they should be playing in a bar and definitely the audience should be notified 100% Ben found it on their Instagram that they were like they posted the tour details of Post Malone's thing on their story like that an was hour before the an points. hour before the, so that was all the news we had already bought these tickets months in advance and they start playing and, and immediately Ben's like oh his mic has to be louder because it was mainly just instrumentals we could hear with like some murmuring over it. And then there was a bit for, for 10 minutes, it was just the guitar just going through a simple loop. They were riffing out. Because they were trying to fix up the audio. Yeah. And which was just and painful. In between every song, the lead vocalist and guitarist would get... So so a song would end and we we're like, yay! And then this, this stage runner comes on with another guitar to swap with him and we're like... No, uh, another song. Another damn I could hear Mitchell go, "Don't you fucking bring out another guitar?" And he brings Don't out you another guitar. It. And at that point, and while this is all happening, there's like two side screens, and they're just like showing on on loop text like, um, "No illicit substances allowed." <laughs> uh, uh, what else did it say? It was like, "Are you hungry?" Okay, yeah. I was trying to think of one before I said that, but it was like, "Who's hungry?" And then it's like. There is food here and here. Get some food. So eventually, I'm so sick of Dope Lemon because they played for like an hour, right? Yeah. So really? eventually, yeah. God. And I was just like, who's hungry? <laughs> I just started screaming that out. Like, it wasn't during them playing. No. It was in between. I'd be like, who's hungry? And I'd just start saying like our random friends' names and I'd just be like, Ryan, Ryan. And I'd like, Ben. And I'd just be like screaming on the stage because I'm so bored. My legs... Already, we, okay, we have been walking a lot in Melbourne. My legs were already in pain when we got there. We had already done like 10Ks that day. Like that's what Melbourne fun. is. You get here and you, it's just like, I mean, who wants to really take an Uber or a tram and just walk? It's not really that yeah. far. You just walk a lot. I don't mind it, but after I've walked all day and then I go stand at a concert for five hours. Yeah, that would not be fun. Like at some, at some point I just started like jumping in between my legs to do something <laughs> and it was working. So I kept doing it. And there was like a short girl behind me who definitely couldn't see anything. And I was like, yeah, I'm making it harder. <laughs> and so it was, it's a kind of, you're in a mosh pit. And I remember, so before Dope Lemon came out, I had to go to the toilet. And I went to the toilet with one of the other girls. And we walked out pretty easy. <laughs> we walked out pretty easy. And for men, they just had like just urinals lined up on the side of the building. And it's funny because I was there in the urinal, just this plastic urinal thing. And people were walking past and just staring at me. I'm like, why you look at me like I'm the animal? This yeah. is this is a setup thing. I can pee here. Yeah. I'm allowed to pee here. I walked to those urinals. Mm. It's it was bad. It was just like I, I saw so much dick. I saw a lot of dick. It was insane. <laughs> like so so it would be pause. It was like urinals, and then there were like some like a little tunnel, and it would just be like a bunch of big plastic troughs. So you're telling me there was a tunnel of urinals? No, there was a tunnel to get to the urinals. 
Yes. Of like of like into a wonderland of so urinals. No, no, but this it, was all, it was just urinals. Yeah. It was a bunch of so it was a bunch of like construction site screening with like top was the tunnels. And then the urinals was just a bunch of urinals. And there was like say in all of these a hundred spots you could piss, there was like eight optional, like uh, optimal spots. Optimal spots. Like, like on the corner spots where no one's gonna see your dick. But and, I feel like in those instances, everyone's going to see a big number yeah, one. Like, yeah, there's everyone no wants, getting out of it. Yeah, no. Yeah. It's, uh, got to the point, everyone had taken the optimal spots. Everyone was looking at you. Maybe you were just the biggest in the room. No, because there was a spot where from the main... So there was the stage. There was the stage, and then there was this big tent that had the merch on some sides and a bar on the other. And from there, it would be like toilets, and there was like outside of the tent, a bunch of uh, porta potties. Yeah. And then it would be urinals. And from the center of the tent, from all of the tent, you could look at the urinal sign and see three of the urinal troughs from where you're standing. Which is where I was. Which is <laughs> interesting. Yeah, I had to go there too at one point. There was, there was I could space. see the person that I'd come out with the mosh pit with sitting at the end of the line and I made eye contact with them. I'm like, please, just let me go to the urinal, yeah. man. And eye contact with anyone at any point no. when you're in a urinal is uncomfortable. I feel exposed. I am yes. exposed to like, I'd walk in, I'd see a bunch of dick, and I'd be like, no. Yeah. And all of the guys who are finishing are just staring at me like, don't fuck. And I'm just like, yeah, I'm not. <laughs> not, I wouldn't. But, and then I remember trying to walk back into that mosh pit. I had to use shoulders. Because people, it's like, oh, okay. And people think I'm trying to push ahead of them. Yeah. And I'm like, it's your saving grace was you wearing that bright orange t-shirt. And I saw it, and I'm like... There's Mitchell. Yeah. And I just beelined and I was tapping people and they looked at me and I'm just like, I need to get there. And I just yeah. kind of pushed. Yeah. Because, yeah, I mean, in, a, in something like that, it would be so hard to find yeah. your group. For yeah. Sure. I think what we ended up, we hold, we held up like we had a bright pink sunglasses. Right. And I would hold them up. I mean, considering most people are probably wearing darker clothes. Yeah, wearing black. Black. Oh, I need a black and like jeans. I need a, I brought this up to everyone because it was just insane. I've never had this before. Some of us got outfit, outfits in Melbourne, and we got like a white rib singlet, and we, we would have like a button-up. It was a bowling shirt. Bowling shirt, but it would be like wool or like yeah. knitted, if that makes sense. Yeah. It was a hippie bowling shirt. Yeah. I'm like, I'm here. I want to wear something nice. I'm going to a concert. And I remember walking up to the gates. It's three of us wearing this kind of outfit. Oh. And this, this guy was going, ding, ding, ding. My gaydar's going off. And I'm just, and I stared him down the rest of the way. Like I was, as I walked past him, I just stared at him, and he, he I stared at him until he looked away. I wasn't there for this. I and this is, it's the first time I've ever been, I've ever been accused of being gay. And I'm just like, I'm just like, what, what is your problem? Like that is just, very weird. that is a strange <laughs> thing to say. In a random instance, like if your friend says that, it's like ha ha funny. Yeah. But some oh. random says, and he said it. I was going. He said it audibly. So everyone heard. Like I, like I yeah. heard it clearly, and I'm just like, "What is the issue?" I wish I was there. And I feel like if it wasn't raining, if it hadn't been raining during the week and cold, people would have been wearing stuff similar. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Everyone had to dress down for this. But everyone was wearing like black. It was very cold. It was cold, and so as the show went on, it was like spitting at the start, but it like slowly, gradually grew in the amount of rain. Rain. <laughs> to the point where it's not like. You would stand out in it and be drenched, mm. but we had already been standing there for five hours. <laughs> so it just, yeah, it so was soaking rain. Like the moisture there, the soak. By the and end, yeah. We had ponchos, but I was like, oh, I'm fairly dry. And then by the end, I'm like, I need to put this poncho on because it just got heavier and yeah. heavier. 
I was better in the poncho, but like my fingers were all like raisins. Oh my Ugh. god. I got a poncho like right when the rain started annoying me and I still felt wet in it. Yeah. But the thing I couldn't get over was like 10 minutes after it ended, we were on the train on the way back. My hands were freezing. Like they yeah, felt was... freezing and I was like, hey Ryan. And he's like, oh, your hand's warm. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, no, your hands <laughs> feel like stones. I don't, know if, I don't know if yours just felt warmer than mine. It was just something different. Yeah. Probably, was probably what it was. It was just pump another source of pump. I'd already been sitting there like that. Like, yeah, but I was sitting there and I was like, my phone was on like 3%. I'm like, I'm going to die. And we were starving. Rough experience. And yeah. we, we walked and we got food and we had to, we only had to wait 10 minutes. But it felt longer. What did you do? Did you do the typical Melbourne thing where you get a HSP after a long time? Or? No, we got um. No, our tradition is to do that at midnight, one o'clock ish, when we get off the plane. We walk to the twenty-four hour HSP spot. Yeah, that's good. We got a burger and chips. Lovely. Yeah. Lovely. It was called burrito burger. Burrito burger. And burger was spelled with two U's. Burger. Burger. And it was good. It was actually very good. And, and I the pricing was fair. Like the pricing, pricing was actually was good. The food was surprisingly not expensive. That's the weird thing about Melbourne. Everything else is expensive, but the food you'll find yeah. is yeah. a decent price. But everything else, it's like, uh, both more about ten dollars. I've gotten yeah. like um spicier stuff, and it has been both times have been just lovely. Yeah. Like I got what do we get? A spicy chili. What On is HSP? No, the um. Uh, croissant or the um oh my god I've never it was like had a pesto yeah it had with... pesto chorizo scrambled eggs all of the contents was green in it and then it had like a bunch of spicy yeah and then it had a spicy aioli like it that. had a homemade aioli that was orange I was like what's this and I was oh it's aioli it was lovely it was very nice I've it was so good had a savory croissant dish other than mm. ham and cheese mm. or whatever i could make at home and it was filling like it's spicy so it's filling yeah it was a good meal mm. loving the coffee in melbourne that's that's what's good here that's what it's all about coffee capital of Australia. I, this, I think i'm, I'm just a basic bitch with coffee i like how i make it yeah and how other people make it i'm just eh. i'm just not a fan of we had this lovely coffee it was very strong it was very I didn't like. It I didn't hate it. In flavor, it had no tinniness or anything like it used to. Back at it in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I just didn't fuck with it as much. I just it just wasn't. You're a it simple was, man. I'm simple. I like what I like. I stray from it with, especially with coffee. If I stray from what I like, I'm just not a fan of it. You like being comfortable with where you are. Yeah. I don't mind trying new things, but with coffee, I'm just. Because it's like the first thing I have. Yeah. So it's got to be right. Yeah. If it's if it's too different, it feels off. And yeah. If it's bad, you just have a terrible day. It's like my morning just feels weird. Like, well, it's just... Yeah. Makes sense. But yeah, it's just... Well, you've got so many more topics than normal. Oh, well, we did bank this for a while. We were meant to have... Uh, we were supposed to record this episode before we went to Melbourne. With our mate Gus, which we said in the last episode. And he sort of just flaked on us. I, I guess he just didn't want to be on the podcast. But he said he would for ages. Yeah. It's... So I still love Gus, so it is what well, it is. I don't mind. Like, if you don't want to be on yeah, it, you don't want to be on it. Fair enough. But so, he graciously filled in. Mickle Pickle. I mean. Graciously filled in. Mm. With Mickle Pickle a, doesn't a, exist. A, a Mickle Pickle. Michael here. Michael filled, filled in. in front of like, it was still less than 24 hours. And he had topics ready to go. 
Like, this is like make topics and he just shout outs. <laughs> Which is what, what I do. It's yeah. like the night before I'm laying in bed, I'm like, I don't have a topic. Let me write one. Random things. Yeah. Just things I've experienced. So, um, on the plane here, uh, Ryan was sitting on the window. I was in the middle. And, oh, <laughs> so we get into the plane and there's a man sitting in the aisle seat. And I'm like, hey, yo, we got these two. So he gets up and lets us in. And he walks past me and I'm like, oh. It's just like the smell of death. And I, and I was like, I'm next to him for three hours now. So he sits down and it doesn't get better. And I'm just like, oh. I didn't experience this until I got off the plane and I like walked past him. Because you sat through what he had sat in for like three hours. Yeah. Oh, it was, when we got off the plane, you described it as primal BO. Yeah, it was primal <laughs> BO. It was the funniest bad. thing I've heard. Yeah. And it was, and I was just sitting there the whole time, and I'm just like, if I lean this way, I don't really want to encroach. He kept on speaking to you. Okay, that's the that's the bit. Mm. Uh, so partway through the flight, we're all like, everyone is settled in, right? I just hear a big thud, and he flies forward in his chair. <laughs> what? Because, so what happened was, like, I hit the brakes that hard. <laughs> I didn't. The guy behind him had just. Pushed the chair forward out of nowhere. Because this guy, this guy next to Mitchell, was to lean his seat back. I also did that. I think reclining at your plane, your chair in a plane is fine. I think because if fun. everyone does it, it's all the same. I I will always, if I want to, I'll ask the person behind me. I'm like, yeah. am I good to recline it? I get a good look at who's behind me when we get on before I recline. And you're like, can I sleep with them? No, I just judge it. Ah. There was like some middle aged lady behind me. I didn't think she'd complain. She didn't care. She didn't kick my chair forward. (laughs) So this guy flies forward and he turns and he starts talking to the guy. And I like kind of turn a bit and this guy behind him is pissed. He's like, you can't be doing that. So the guy, instead of like confronting the person behind him, just like he presses the fan a bit. Honestly, probably the smartest way to do it. Yeah. So he's, I see him fumbling with the fan and then he finally presses the call flight attendant and she comes over and talks to him and he's like, no, 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 no. The flight attendant talks to the person behind him and she's like, she like starts talking to him and then eventually like gets down on one knee because she realizes she's going to be there for a while. <laughs> and then event, so this guy behind him just gets moved and then he gets to recline his chair. And I'm just, I couldn't believe it. Well, I had my noise cancelling headphones on. I didn't experience anything. I was just, yeah, I was laid back. In a different world. In a different world. And it's I talked to him and I'm like, what's that about? He's like, he doesn't want my chair down. And I'm like, oh, okay. So then all that happens. And the question is, which person is in the wrong? The recliner or the pusher? I well, think I in, like in, norm, in normal circumstances, they're both in the wrong. But because they didn't do enough. Because technically, you, there is n- no rule against you reclining your chair in, your, in the plane. It's more no. of a moral thing. Like, yeah. like Ferb said, if he, if he was like on the plane, he would say, hey... Is it fine if I recline my chair yeah. type thing instead yeah. of just doing it? But I think I think the guy who pushed is in the wrong. Yes. I think if he should have just said, hey, can you move your chair forward? Fine. But he didn't. He just fully just childish behavior just shoved it. It, it proper jump scared me. <laughs> this guy flies forward a big time. I'm like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. But no, it was, it was a good flight. It yeah, we time travel because yeah. we, we moved over a time zone. Like we were going to land. We, we were getting ready to land and the guy's like, local time is midnight. And I look at my watch. And I'm like, oh, it's 11 o'clock right now. And he's like, time to land. And we land. And I'm like, 
Oh. That's right. It's an hour. I didn't think about time differences because I thought we'd just be on that plane for ages. They didn't account for... They had the local time of our departure and the local time of our arrival. So I, I adjusted my watch and I was like, well, the flight was shorter than I thought it would be. Yeah. How handy is that? Which is good. Time travel. If you really think about it. Yeah. Technically, we did travel time. It is all bullshit. It is bullshit. Yeah. We are directly north of you of Melbourne. Yeah, I don't know how. Uh, it's just the. Um, we were talking about it at dinner. Yeah. Like the sun was still out and it was like eight o'clock, right? It was like nine and the sun was almost like still. It was still fairly bright. Which is not normal back at home. It's terrible. It, it makes it harder to sleep, honestly, because you're like, oh, it's still really early, and then yeah. you just don't feel tired. Yeah, so the time zone and all that, it's all rubbish and bullshit. And I normally say that when we come here. Oh, daylight savings. Turn your clocks forward. What the hell? It just doesn't make any sense. Like I said, I believe it's... I don't know whether it is going to, or people just want it to be abolished and just normal time, same as ever. Yeah. No... No daylight savings. And we're, and we're stuck in it, so you can't really change it. Yeah. It's too much of a big thing to change. Exactly. It's not as, as a big deal of changing calendars, like forward a day or whatever. No. It's See, an hour. I forgot to bring this up mm. at the start. And Riley was not happy that I didn't bring it up last podcast on our Julian's birthday. What? But when we played beer pong, it was me and Riley on our team versus two other guys. This game went for 45 minutes. Yeah, I timed it. Because the start was for 45 minutes. It was just yeah. they, they, they were doing very bad at the start when it's the easiest because all the cups are there. So I was like, I'm going to time this. And I put it there and I let everyone know I'm timing this. And I'd be like, guys, look, 20 minutes. Look how many cups there are. <laughs> and so there was a bit twice where the other team got... So I need to point this out. Me and Riley decided to put three cups into one because we're just like... Yeah, they were ahead. Let's, oh, just, yeah, like, were let's ahead. just like... Yeah, we'll just like... Let's get this done. So we just had the last cup and two times in a row they got the ball in and it was like, oh, look, redemption shot. And both times Riley got it into their cup. Which is clutch. Which is You clutch. should have just treated all of your shots like redemption shots in your head. But it's also the game like... Would have finished. The game... I wish the game just ended on the first one. But it yeah. was incredible what he did. I will... It was great. Have you heard of this rule? If someone sinks it and you blow it out of the cup, it doesn't count. Yes. That's a thing. I've, we do that. This was the first time I had experienced it. It was at someone's 21st. Yeah. Gratian and I have been... Oh, sorry to name drop, but that'll be it's fine. okay. We do um, that with all of our friends. Gratian and I have been, I think, champions for three three years now in beer pong. And it's all really because of that rule. There's been so many times where it's... It only counts, like, obviously, if it's already hit the water and you try and blow it out, it doesn't count. We didn't yeah, no, so that's the but thing. That's if it's spinning and you blow it out, that's fine. Okay. No, you see, that's what they It's spinning, but we didn't recognize this. And when it would land in the water. It would always come out wet. water. Because it never brings really like, it. came out wet, it doesn't matter. You, it and, and, and it would be in there. It would be sitting still in there. And they would blow it up out. Because I don't think physically, if you blow on it, it won't come out. It'll always come out. Yeah, yeah. Which, yeah, it's something we should have brought up, but... Because, like, when I did it, I was like, this isn't... When I, like, tried it, I was like, this is stupid. So I just stopped doing it out of, like, being fair. You know? Anywho. Yeah, it's so... Uh, I had to bring that up because Riley was not happy about me not mentioning that. And you know what? It's fair. It's fair. It was cool. Hey, we didn't remember everything after that party to say. No. Uh, it is what it is. I... I did one of your notes here. New car vape. 
Okay, this this takes a bit of... So where we're from, people vape, a lot of people vape. The amount of people who vape in Melbourne is insane. It's a lot. Yeah, it is ridiculous. And if I'm not seeing someone who's vaping, I'm seeing someone who has a vape in their hand and they're just like fidgeting with it, right? So we're here, uh, we're in Melbourne. I see a lot of vapes. <laughs> yep. This, the, the, we're in the mosh pit. Someone hits their vape. It blows, it comes to us. I'm like, whoa, that just smells like a new car. It's like new car. That's like a new vape flavor. New car there flavor. There's a lot of different flavors. Yeah, but they're always just fruit. I'm very used to grapes and other and other kinds of fruits. This is the first time I was like, new car vape. He's dying like a, twice as quick as everyone else. Yeah. He's inhaling car cleaner. Yeah. Car cleaner and leather. <laughs> and it's just... My other note in there is like, pray for the addicted. I feel so bad for the people who are like, who can't function without a vape. Yeah, like that is insane. Like this thing is like... And it's always like, like, I'll do it sometimes. I see someone who's just, I know who's addicted and I just take the vape off them. Yeah, because... And it's the just, problem. they explode and it makes this me laugh. This flavored air have some because, rasp on them. Because I'm bigger than them most of the time, so they can't get it off me. So I'm just there like, ooh, I got your little plastic stick. Yeah. And it's, it's like, yeah, someone's terribly addicted to something. You take it away from them. They're going to freak out. Yeah. And there's long-term... The short-term freakouts, and then there's the long-term withdrawals or whatever. Mm. And it's just so sad. And, like, so many vape shops in Australia are illegal because you can't legally sell nicotine vapes. But they, they just don't get raided. They just... all the It's like they have an ATM right there. You have to pay them in cash. Oh, it's it blows my mind. It's crazy. There's, I, I know there's one specific spot. I don't know where it is, but I know... Like the look of the place. Mm. You go there, there's literally, like you said, literally an ATM right there. And then it's a, it's like a wire door that you have to open and close to talk to the guy to buy it. And it's always with cash. crazy. Yeah. It's insane. It, it's like, there's, there was a person we saw earlier in the building behind us. There was just like, there was some like uh, vapor coming out of one of the windows. I think it was you or Julian was like, hey, that guy's... That guy's vaping for a long ass time. <laughs> it and was... it took a while for everyone to see it and like find it. But once you saw it, it was like, oh. That's it, was just just, like a... it was just like a kettle going off or something. Or like... something. Or like a boiler going out a window for something. But reason. it made me laugh because I just saw it just coming out and it was just constant. It was constant. It was really funny. But yeah, it was like... Melbourne's a cool city. I'm not going to lie. Melbourne is a cool city. It's interesting, especially for like food and culture wise. It's pretty good. Yeah. I'm but... seeing a lot of interesting people. Yeah, I was going to say, the people are, they are out there all the time. There are they lots are, of strange people. There are so many different I'm usually I'm usually very tolerant to hom homeless people. Yeah. But I had a guy today grab my leg. Yeah. And they, I'm like... They do that. That they do that. that was will, just a step two. They would like stand in front of you and beg you to walk. The way you said that, you're too comfortable with it. Yeah, they'll grab your leg. Or well, then I had... Actually, I haven't had my grab, grab leg. leg. Yeah, leg grab, grab but... Leg. People, it just happens. Like the homeless amount, like the amount of homeless people here is insane. They're different too. There is one specific lady that sits at the front of a Macca's and just does drawings on one tile of the pathway, with... and she has always been there with like chalk. Whoa, okay. Aboriginal, Aboriginal drawings or something. She has always been there every time I've been to Melbourne. She's in the exact same spot. There is also I experienced it yesterday. People like heckle me on the street or anything. For some reason, I kind of like freeze up almost, or because I'm just like, "What the hell?" And we had, oh, where, where we we were going to breakfast, 
And it was so still like earlyish. I hadn't had anything like any coffee or anything. I was still like I was kind of half asleep. And we're walking by, and I've got this green jacket on. And we walk by this lady, and she kind of points at me. And she's like, "Oh, you from Ireland? You got a lot of green." I'm like, "Oh, so my family are." And she's, "Oh yeah, Patty, uh, Patty, and did like all this like Irish stuff." She's like, "Can I talk to you about something?" And she had like a clipboard, and I was just like, "No, sorry," and I just kept on going. And I'm just like, "This is just a wild place," because like, <laughs> I have I have a lot of those people out front out front of my work. Yeah, but I'm just like, but I'm just like, they see. I mean, like my work kid from up, like point to my badge. I'm like, I'm about to go to work. I've only had the shield. I've only had one terrible experience like that. There was this German monk who stopped me, and I just for some reason, like you said, just froze up, just decided to talk, stay there, Hmm. and he was trying to sell me this like Buddhist book the whole time, and he's like, "Oh, do you want to buy it?" And I was like, "Nah, I don't have any cash on me," because he because he was trying to say like, "Do you have any cash?" Like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then I was like, oh. I don't have any cash on me. And then immediately he reaches into his bag, pulls out the, the machine. The and he's machine. like, yeah, he's like, he's like, oh, you can pay like this. I was like, I was like, that's where I cut it off. I was like, no. no <laughs> that is insane. Yeah. That is like, it's unreal how, how much they really want. Yeah, this you have to work hard to not get um caught up on like street level salesmen like that. Yeah. You have to dehumanize them almost in your head. I'm just like, nope. Exactly. Could do it at the shops, but for some yeah. reason, that one time in in the street, I was just like, you know, what, I'm gonna stop. Why? I don't know, but I did. Yeah. Probably because I was interested. It was a guy who was speaking German with a shaved head in a monk outfit, mm-hmm. and I was like, what is going on here? I think I was just intrigued to that see is his story. Yeah, you get into it. My my story with that would be um people were like uh, selling cruise things, so they were just reselling other companies' deals basically, mm-hmm. and they had scratchies. So it was like a physical thing you do. Every scratch card was a winner. Oh, God. So you're like, oh, I got three stars. And they're like, perfect. That means you got this plan. It's like... <laughs> you never, ever got any of the icons that gave you, like, the money prize or, like, anything that you'd want. You'd just get get locked into this deal, please. <laughs> and I won that. I was, like, a very young kid, and I did that. And I was like, Dad, we won. we got to get it. we got to get the prize. Because you never win scratches other than like getting like a couple of dollars back. You got like two dollars back from a scratchy and you pay yeah. the same amount. Yeah. So I was just like, look, we, we have to. And I, I was I was locked into that because I was just a child. Well, but, I mean, as a child, things like that excite you. Mm, yeah. Like I finally won something off this like simple piece of paper that I just scratched with another coin. Yeah. <laughs> that was sorry. I just I I got I was getting called back to back and I'm like, okay, it might be an emergency. They just can't get into um, ABCs. Why? Just, Why? Because apparently the boy said, I'll go through a hotel. Which doesn't... I don't know what the... I think a hotel is attached to that place. No, it's not. It's right. over in the shopping centre. So, so they're at the wrong place. And, and they're like, how do we get into the shopping centre? I'm like, I don't know, man. Like, go into Melbourne Centric. If you can't get in, it's like... Mm-hmm. It's not my problem. Oh, can you open your phone again? Oh, yeah. Uh... So something that came out um, in the last week was a Quadeca EP. Have you heard of Quadeca? Oh, yes, I do. He was the guy who made the diss track against KSI. That was interesting. And he absolutely ruined Is that where he got big from? Yeah, that's what he got big from, yeah. yeah. And he's he's a good rapper. Yeah, he yeah, did, before he that, he did like a, like a couple... There was like one song or something that was... It was like, yeah. okay. I'm going to get up for a second. I'm going to go grab... Do you want to tell me the time that's on the video? Yeah. yeah. People were, like, interested in him. They're like, oh, he's okay. And then yeah. he made the diss track from KSI and everyone's like, oh, this guy's big. Yeah. All so, of a sudden. 
He's not just good at what he does. 50 minutes. Ah, oh, thank you. He's not just good at what he does. Uh, wait, what was I going to say? He, he's a YouTuber and a rapper. And he made a lot of tutorials on how to rap like other rappers. So he would like master their like, uh, the way they say things and the way they flow their lyrics. Yeah. And he made videos and he was like, 20 rappers, this is how you sound like them, this is how you rap like them. And he made like, one of his first albums was like, Bad Internet Rapper. That was good. Um, there was a, his like, favorite one of mine is Voice Memos, which has this like, beautiful red cover with like, Dr. Zeus abstract art on it. And it's really good. And um, his like, biggest thing he's dropped is called like, Sorry for Haunting You. Yeah. That's it. That's the album. I believe so. Which is like this crazy experimental hip hop um, mm -hmm. album where it's all from the perspective of like a ghost and he's like talking to like the people in his life when he's like going to the afterlife. Danny Brown gets on a track and raps from the from the perspective of carbon monoxide. That is yeah right. So he's rapping as carbon monoxide as it's filling in this house, and it's, Holy it, it's shit. crazy. You should probably listen. Maybe listen to it. I don't know. You didn't like the horrorcore album, but this is like more um, intense. Is it like building almost? I'd say it's theatrical. It builds, but it, it's like his big album. So he's like, so now when he's making music, he's going for these like strange pockets. Mm. He's doing this um, EP set. This was the third one that came out. It's called like Wasteland. I'm pretty sure it's like Wasteland one, two, and three. I might be wrong about that. I didn't write the name on the notes, no, but I, I listened to it and it's nice because I didn't listen to the one and two. And I haven't fully listened to all of Sorry for Haunting You, but Wasteland 3 or Scrapyard 3 or whatever it's called is nice. I can't really put a finger on what genre it would be. It would just be abstract, experimental, but it, it was it was nice. And I liked the last song on it the most, I think, out of the three songs that are on it. Fair enough. So, yeah. Uh, I'll bring it back with the album of the week. Mine will be Modal Soul by Nujavis. <laughs> which is one of the albums that we were going to talk about on the Gus app but we didn't because he didn't do it yeah so Modal Soul by Nujibis he's this um, Japanese producer and he I would like to say was a very big part of making lo-fi production beats big because a lot of his beats will boil down to a percussion uh, loop or just percussion and like piano and then like some sample or just vocals of mm. someone singing, and it's very nice. Uh, it's very good. The album's like high, it's got it's got half tracks have vocal features on it. I don't think he ever raps on his own stuff. He just he just makes beats, and he all of the vocal performances are great. Uh, the opening track "Feather" with Sice Star and someone else that's like the best one on the thing. But you got Ordinary Joe, Reflection Eternal, uh, Thank You, uh, The Sign, The Signs, The. F Keep going. Um, great. Great. <laughs> I can only say great nice but, things about it. Even on the instrumental tracks, they're just nice, like, study. What I found interesting, the first song, mm -hmm. the last lyrics are, I drove to the levee, but the levee was, was dry, mm -hmm. which is from American Pie. American Pie. I just I found that, I just heard it, I'm like, whoa. Like, it's it's a, just an effective way to end a song. Yeah, because I'm just used to hearing it through American Pie and hearing yeah. it in that. And the that context was interesting. Kind of uh, sad, melancholic, mm. and the context of. I've that never song. properly listened to a New Jubilee's album. Yeah, but I've listened to like some of the other ones, or like Melbourne playlists of it. Melbourne YouTube playlists. Sorry, there is yeah car horns. Someone something's going crazy out there. So I was just thinking about Melbourne, but there is like yeah, 
just <laughs> just hearing that on like a YouTube playlist, and it'd be like New Jubilee's beats to listen to while you read Vagabond or Berserk yeah. or like Villain Saga. Because um, uh, my sister uh, said so. My sister it was playing on something I think, and the boss was like, "Oh, what's this?" And my sister was like, "Oh, this is New Jubilee's," and her boss was like, "What?" And she was like, "You know New Jubilee's?" He's like. You should know him. He's like a household name, which I think she was playing up a bit. But um, she was like, you know, Samurai Champloo? And he's like, oh, yeah, I love that show. I, I really liked it for the soundtrack. She's like, oh, he was like one of the people who made that. He was like a big force on that. And he's like, whoa. So it's not as household as I thought? or No, it's not. Dis- but he should know because it's like one of his favorite like um, anime OSTs. He's like, oh, okay. that's where he got a lot of popularity from. That's right. for making that. I think... My album of the week, yeah, is um, uh, the Metro Boomin' um, Spider Man Across the Spider Verse soundtrack. That's a good. I had just been bumping it recently, and I love calling on it. Calling, yeah, is just it's Metro Boomin and Coilerae, and I think she sounds great. I think she mm. just she sounds really nice. Yeah, the nice chill song, and I like that entire soundtrack. I was just like, yeah, this is... I've just been bumping it recently. I've been fucking with it. Interesting. Anything you've been putting on about this week? Anything that sticks out for you? Well, like we spoke about earlier, probably Austin by Post Malone. I've been listening to that a lot more. like, Especially Morning and probably Nova Candy. Yeah, Nova Nova Candy. I feel like I've been on just constant repeat. I think Nova Candy and Texas Tea on there are both really good. Texas Tea is awesome. Oh, Tim and Texas Tea, he teased us he was like oh this is love or drink and he like looked to the person giving him the drinks he's like thank you for making me this Texas tea yeah and I'm like oh you're gonna play Texas tea cool didn't play Texas tea that song off the album no he didn't play Overdrive he played um it wasn't a new song it was an older song no but what was I don't know like Post Malone's discography, he like he started with Stony and it was Beer Bongs and Bentleyos after that, eh? Yeah. And he's been slowly branching into this new sound. And it's like listening to Beer Bongs and Bentleys and then Excuse me. And then Austin, it's like such a different Yeah. It's like I feel a like it's he can a almost do any genre that he wanted to. Yeah. At all. Like and that he's, he's, he's fine too. But I think yeah. definitely rap was paying the most. Oh, 100%. Definitely. Yeah. Like the most streamed one of Beer Bongs and Bentley's would be Rockstar. Yes. As opposed to the other. No, uh, Rockstar's on um, Circles. Or Hollywood's Bleeding. So, yeah, okay. Oh, that's a, that's a more radio song, Circles. Circles yeah. is on Hollywood's Bleeding. He's got a... Uh, he's got two albums coming. He's got a country and then one that's more like 12 carat toothache. It's actually insane how well he can do country. Like it doesn't... Yeah, yeah, like he's, co- he's, me, he's come up with that um, that pickup man yeah. cover, which sound I think sounds lovely. I've and he did the song with um, Noah Khan, which is uh, uh, is it drive drunk? Don't worry, drunk driving, drunk drive. It's something like that. I remember and, seeing it on his. And that's very. That's also very enjoyable. I think that's a really good song. I'm looking forward to the country album. I like a little bit of country music, so yeah, the country uh, dial drunk, dial drunk. The only country I'm used to hearing is either when someone puts it on at work and then it swiftly gets changed by someone else. Yep. Or when it comes on at one of the clubs back home and it's like, it's a bass boosted remix or something. I think country is definitely overhated. 
It is overhated, but but so, I don't know. Lately, I don't know whether it's just been how much I've heard it in certain places, but I feel like it's oversaturated with people that are trying too hard to be country. There's yeah, not there's I mean, not much good country anymore. It's just random it's just people that are country, like, yeah. let's try this. It's more quantity over quality. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's good. He's got his legs now. He's got a lot of. He can just produce whatever he really wants to. I mean, realistically, whatever he does, his fans are going to love. Like, Yeah, he's gotten to that point. So I know someone specifically hates and dislikes what he does now. Who? Julian. He was talking about last night. Oh, damn. He was like, he was like, the music's good, but I just, I only like, I liked him how he was before. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, he's so much healthier now. He seems to be enjoying it more. Yeah. Like, and he was like, well, if, it's, if he's doing it all for, um advertising and like publicity. It's not because he just seems so much happier and healthier. Yeah. I prefer it now because I'd rather listen to him continue to make music. Yeah. Than just randomly die. Right. I think like I don't think at this point he will randomly die. No, no he's, he's got, got a far ahead. kid. Yeah, it's and he was talking about how he had his kid and then he played Too Young to Die. And what was sick about Too Young to Die on the screen behind him he had, it was like this video playing. All of the visuals for it were sick. But bits of it would pop up of him, like the old him performing. Oh, right. And yeah. that looked, that was sick. Yeah, because that was when he was on like, a lot of stuff and yeah. happy and just... Yeah, he says he's, he's sober now from drugs. He doesn't smoke as much, like just normal cigarettes. He still smokes. But mm-hmm. he doesn't do drugs now. He only like smokes and drinks alcohol. Right. Which is, it's like still, like not... I mean, healthy, but like that's a lot better than. Yeah, but I'm not a hundred percent sure whether that's all the way true, though. I feel yeah. like it's still a chance that he does certain things. Yeah, he probably still does stuff now and then, but he probably doesn't do it like back to back like he did. Yeah. Yeah, well, he would do it like every single mm. night when he would have shows, just back. Yeah, like you said, back to back, just always be on something. Yeah, which is not healthy at all. Which is like he's got the song Zach and Codeine. Yeah. And like his, his, a lot of his like earlier songs about just being high as fuck. Which is, I think, what you had to do. Yeah, which is definitely that. Yeah, like because at the time they were coming out, that's what mo. Well, I mean, rappers have always. Been. And he, he came off SoundCloud. He did come off SoundCloud. Yeah, which so is like, again a typical SoundCloud rapper talking about drugs and money and stuff like that, which is exactly what he was about at the start. That reminds me. So uh, Rolling Stone pulled up their top one hundred albums of this year. Right, so from for all of why can't I click on the link? Oh, so for all of music, just in general, it's an umbrella. These are the albums of the year. Can I? Can I select it? Can I do it? Select. Copy. Oh, search internet. Open link. Why the fuck? Anyway. So, uh, the number one, according to them, was SOS by Scissor. Of this year? Of this year. Yeah. Right. Uh, we got... I like Scissor. I think she's got a very good voice. I played it earlier when everyone was here yeah. just chilling out. Her song, The Telekinesis. Telekinesis. Is which... my favorite song on the Travis Scott album. Yeah. And it's my favorite song. is her part. Yes. I think it's, it's just, I'm like floating. Because like, so the song builds up mm. with like these lovely instrumentals. And this, like, do you like the way it sounds? Sounds, 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 sounds. Yeah. yeah. And it's just slowly building up. It has Future and Travis Scott doing their verses. And then out of nowhere, it just goes, I can't. And it just 
booms over the track. Yeah, and it's it very, sounds so cool. And it is just floating. It's it's beautiful. It was originally a Kanye track for Donda. It was called Future Sounds, and it just had him and Travis. Mm. Yeah. And uh, if you've listened to that um, leak, it, it's very half-baked. Yeah. And I think he gave the track to Travis and let Travis get Future and Scissor on it, and it was it's beautiful. One of the top... So that leads into Utopia is not on the top 100 list of albums. Utopia didn't make the cut. For All the Dogs by Drake did. That's not surprising at all. That's not surprising. I think Utopia is better than For All the Dogs. Fair enough. Which is, which is like, for all of the rap songs that is, are here... Is Austin on it? I don't believe so. Really? No, I don't believe so. But like, For All the Dogs is at 35, and it has a critic score of 50 on this. Compared to the other things next to it, which are all in like the 80s and 70s, it just doesn't make that's, any yeah, sense. That's saying, yeah. Um, uh, Kate Romine, uh with Kate Renato and Amine. Gunners, A Gift and a Curse was on here, which also was kind of low. There was a Dominic Fike. But what was interesting to me is of all of the albums that are like rap, hip hop related to this, the highest ones are like all experimental. So there's, there's a Billy Woods and Kenny Seagull. That was the highest one at eighth, uh, Maps. Which I don't think either of you would have listened to. No, nah. no. It's a, it's a, it's a crazy abstract jazz. It's, it's like a conscious in there as well, some conscious hip hop. And that being eighth out of all this list for this year, like really brings home what I was talking about earlier with like, uh, rap these days. Like all the traditional stuffs like, low, kind of getting boring, and people will like tweet about it sometimes. Yeah. They're like, rap's dying. Well, rap's like getting boring. I'm just worried with the experimental stuff. People are like, oh, it's experimental, so it has to be high up there. Yeah. Which is, oh, it's like, this is all good stuff, but I feel like we could go down that way. What do you mean? Of like, people like, oh, it's experimental. Oh, so it just gets like an umbrella. Yes, so it's just, yeah, it's like. Bad, maybe? Yeah, well, good. Like, it's just like, it is experimental, so it's going to be good. Yeah. Which is like, not every experimental thing is going to be good. Yeah. These experimental ones are in the top because they're good. Yeah. So like, Scaring the Hose, Peggy and Danny Brown. Have you heard that? Mm. Or anything like that? No. That's like the next. There's one in here by No Name, this female rapper, who does uh, like some jazzy conscious hip hop kind of like. Her album got clowned because it has a feature from um J Electronica. Oh yeah. Who is like a a black supremacist. Interesting. And he says a lot of questionable things. Yeah. But it's masked by like his voice is beautiful and he has very good jazz beat selections. A very like floaty. Is there any like he's UK, a black supremacist, but he's got a good voice. Is there yeah. any, like UK, like uh, rhyme or like? Uh, I'll have a quick squeeze. Because I feel like that that never makes like the top. But like, I'll have a look. But while while that's happening, um, the highest like normal rap album on this list is Gumbo by Young Nudie, and I said that to like Julian, who was also listening to it, and he he's like, oh, I don't like that one, because he's like got this very strange voice and it's very laid back, but like not in a. And he has very weird, strange intonations, but not in a way like Danny Brown or Billy Woods. I feel like... Anyway, I just like the fact that... Um, I'll have a look. But I I like the fact, like... I know it's Rolling Stone, so they're like a publication. I, a, a lot of people would have looked at this list before sending it. I, I think it's I think it's kind of cool that Abstract Hip Hop's getting its flowers. Right, like 59, L Sweatshirt, The Alchemist, Vordaya. Let's see... Pink Panthers is on here. The Barbie album's on here, so... <laughs> Barbie album goes hard. Yeah. It's actually not terrible. Oh, also, talking about the Barbie album, Post Malone brought the Kid Laurie on stage. 
Which I, me and another mate who wasn't here was talking about, like, oh, what if he does? And before Post Malone brought him out, he was like, so I was in Sydney last night. And so everyone booed. And I'm like, I'll join in because it's Sydney. I'll boo Sydney. Yeah. And Post Malone, you can see how he acted. He obviously thought we were booing the Kid Leroy. Oh, there, there wasn't any UK on there. Mm, okay. Not, not like UK grime. And he, he kind of just went, we'll, we'll both be performing. So me, he misunderstood it. He thought... We were he, booing the Kid Leroy. He we, thought that we were booing Kid Leroy. We, we were booing Sydney. And I, yeah, I was as, a bit like... As most Melbourne people do. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think, I think most states will boo Sydney. Pretty much, yeah. No one like... I, I, I hate... I don't like Sydney. Oh, um, Elise texted you. Oh, well, yeah. There's parts of Sydney that are good, but as a whole... I don't think it's the greatest. I've never been. Whenever our family drives to Tasmania, we go around Sydney and avoid it. I feel like that says well, enough. You, yeah. like, dri- driving through would be rough. Even yeah. through the outer suburbs would still be like busy. Yeah. That's that's that is true. But like, yeah, it was just funny, and I could you could see because he kind of went like, I was like, we're not, and then everyone kind of stopped instantly. They're like, we're not, we're not booing the Kid Leroy. and they came out and performed a song off Kid Leroy's new album, Bleeding or Bleed. I think that was the first time I heard it because I didn't pay much attention. But it's, to it. it's one that I heard on the album, and it's one that I actually quite liked. Mm. I think it was nice. And it's those two, so it's good. And then they did Wasting Angels, which they've they've like never performed together, or like live. And you could tell, yeah, because they kind of both like started talking to each other, like they had their mics away. They and sped I, it up, and it was a lot less. There was a lot less um, boxing on stage. There was a lot. Oh. That's theater. Yeah, yeah, theater. I know what you mean. Yeah, there was a lot less like yeah. stage, and they were just very clued. They were locked into what they were doing and just yeah. focusing on making the, it sound right. And you and could tell they both some both at points they didn't know the lyrics entirely. Yeah. Or they just needed help, and it was it was still very good though. It was yeah, still I a very good it. performance, and I like I like the Kid Leroy. I find so I think his newer stuff is better because he's he's just gone better. He's evolved more. His stuff's less basic. Yeah, like his his like older stuff. Like he, he was new at that point. He was doing what he could to like get big. Yeah. So some of it was like, eh. But now that he's got like. But now that now that he knows what he's doing, I think it was very good. And Probably I like him as a performer because he's got the same vibe as Post Malone. Yeah, they're very chill. And they both like interact with the audience. They're both like, "I love you so much." Like. Mm. Yeah, it, was just, it was just nice. Yeah, he's probably better now too because producing music would be easier now. He's got a lot of people to help him. Mm. But no, that was that was cool, because I meant to go see Kid Laurie at the start of last year. No, this year, sorry, but I couldn't. Well, I, I mean, the first concert that he got cancelled as well. Mm. Like you would have missed out by. Oh, that's what it days or a week. That's what it was. I had deferred exams, but I was going to see him in Brisbane and got and it got cancelled. Yeah, it got cancelled because he got sick or something. Mm. And it was still like, yeah, I think he's a good performer. I liked it. It was good. That that okay. So that post Malone, uh, the concert, the special effects were crazy. Like there was a fog machine going like the whole time, mm. pretty much. Fire. There was a lot of fire. There was there was fireworks. It was beautiful. I think Rockstar was my favorite. Um, Rockstar just hit. I think still my favorite is Take What You Want with Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. Oh, and they were playing and like Ozzy Osbourne would like flash in the background yeah, saying face. some of the words. Yeah, his face would flash All up. All I'm saying is if, if you were listening to that song and Ozzy Osbourne just comes out on stage. I would shit my pants. I know, I know that that would I was never joking. Happen. I was like, bring out Ozzy, bring out Travis. And like, obviously Ozzy can't perform anymore. Yeah, I know that will never happen again, yeah. but 
people who have experienced that, I am very jealous. Of. That like, would be insane. He, the lady on the guitar, mm. the electric guitar, she went crazy on it. It was so like that. That guitar so there is a video of it and people recording and I am just like I am going because it sounds so good. Yeah. Especially yeah. live and seeing someone do it. Yeah. You're there like oh it's just such a good guitar solo. It's like one of my favourite parts of the song. And it's my favourite song. Yeah. I think it's just a very nice Dang what you want from me. That's just <laughs> yeah. Just, oh, I love live it. performance here. Just, yeah. Not copyright. Maybe on Chop It. <laughs> So <laughs> it's the only instrument I know how to play. Why? School. Sport is learning something. You know, I, just, I, just, I sit there in between League of Legends games. Yeah, time. No, so I get Michael's angry. wearing a sorry. Oh, this. Michael's wearing a puffer jacket right now. I think it looks really cool. Uh, the front it ladies says Fight Club. Ladies Flight Club. A uh, Fight Club Michael. above where the pocket. Same thing on the back. It does. It says like oh, you, Club no, again. I don't remember the back. So you turn around, and in like cursive, it says "Ladies Fight Club" again, and it's got like a lady fighting a tiger. It's got a lady and a tiger all like stanced up, and it looks really sick. And uh, I picked this up today from like a hype beast type store, and uh, I was looking at it on the coat, and I was like, "This is crazy." And one of the the, the floor workers walks over and is like, "I think that's four dollars." Me and Julian look at each other and we're like, four dollars? And I say like, do you mean four dollars in like 400? He's like, no, four. And we look at it and the tag says 400. And he's like, oh, this is the cheap rack. What? <laughs> he's like, this is the cheap rack. He's like, it's pre-owned. I'm like, it's pre-owned. So I like do a, I do a full 360 on it. I smell it. I'm like this, this seems new. <laughs> it just genuinely seems new. And like, he's been wearing it this whole time. None. You, you, you haven't like you haven't got crabs or anything. There's nothing's like itching. Well, I'll see in the morning. Ah, I'll start itching. So I picked it up and I, and I was like, they were they were ringing me up for it. And I was like, so if I wash this, is like a smell gonna emanate from it or something? Like, what's the? Is goal? it just and gonna like, disintegrate? Yeah, and they looked at me like I was crazy. I'm like, well, you know, it's four dollars. It's cheaper than a cup of coffee. <laughs> that is insane. Like that That's is actually wild. And we've searched up this jacket on. We have searched up this jacket. We found the brand. But the jacket we cannot find. The jacket cannot be found. It's from this like uh, cool designer Japanese label. And I can't find it because I think it was just like a limited run or a prototype that never went to print. Well, that, could mass even, print. that could either mean it's terrible or yeah, worth a lot. I mean like the content on it's pretty crazy. <laughs> it is. It is pretty cool. And it's also very comfortable. It is. I got it on the store because Julian was like, Oh, it's four dollars. I'm just gonna buy that for you because he he in his he included like oh no matter what Mitchell's gonna have this. I'm like, I'm just gonna buy myself. This Wait, I think like because I was gonna buy him a t-shirt this morning, that like it was like a cold graph and the coldest was the ex's heart, and the hottest part was an LA parking lot, <laughs> and I was like, haha, funny. I'm getting it for you, and then he didn't want it. It doesn't even like it's not hot to wear. Like I was in my jumper earlier. I was boiling in here. Yeah. I'm wearing this, and I am comfortable. I'm yeah. Feeling. I reckon even in cold, you zip it up. Exactly. It'll just like completely change. And it's like, oh, I'm so glad I got it. It is sick. I can't wait to wear it in Japan when we go. Because I think that's the only proper time I'll get to wear it. Because, because like, oh, maybe that's the. Oh, did you catch it? Maybe. It might have caught. Oh. So it's nice and straight up. So this store we found it in. Um, whoa. Okay. 
Murakami Ishida. You didn't do that earlier. Oh, you might have been doing it. Oh, earlier. you got it. Yeah. Oh, you're doing it backwards. I think it's also a, a female's jacket, a lady jacket. That makes sense. That's why maybe why you're. Or is the zip just there? Yeah, you go. The zip's on the other side from normal. Oh. Because like, uh, on men's clothing, the zip will be on the right and on. You're dripping. Anyway, I'm dripping. Uh, we walked down this like alleyway, and it was just like one of those arcade type. That's mm. the word. It was yeah. a, it was a, like an arcade, and we walked through, and there's all these normal stop uh, shops, and then there's this sign. It's just like kick STW, and it's like through here, and we see like there's a photo of like a a, a bear, like one of those Kanye type bear statue things and then like uh, some shoes and i'm like oh we're going in we're going in here and we walk inside and the first open door we see is like the back room of this dingy kitchen and this man's like trying to fix a dishwasher or something <laughs> and he's just like and i'm looking and i'm like this doesn't and there's stairs up so we go up and this was on the first floor in amongst all those stuff hmm. and it was crazy it was surrounded by dollar shirts on this rack and then at one point it just goes to 200 dollars shirt oh my god so that's where the where the cheap rack ended, and we go up and there's all this like, uh, like vape, uh, antisocial social club, essential fear of God stuff like that, mm. and it was a cool store. And I was like, maybe the pre-owned shoe rack could be cheap, and it, no, they're all two hundred each. So this being four dollars is a steal, I think, because like the brand is like not something yeah. Westerns know about it. It's only a, a Japanese thing, maybe, and like you can't find it on Google. It's like, maybe how are you meant to price it? Check the pockets. Idea, there's nothing in them. They were all open when I bought them. Because oh, whoever put it on the rack checked. <laughs> yeah, but there's no like actual pockets you can put your hands in on it. Because they're all facing the other way. But, like, oh, oh, yeah. $4 crazy. I'm happy with it. I can't wait to hmm. tell my parents about it and show it. And they'll probably just be worried about it. Maybe. <laughs> It's so awkward. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, a, you it's, like a, it's a dealer's jacket, man. Yeah. <laughs> different zips, all these different compartments. It's a bed. But it's a good find. It's a dealer. And I, <laughs> I don't think the mic picked that up. But um, yeah, that's that's my point. I got like I got a cool shirt with like the three devils doing the three monkey thing on it. That was cool. Three devils doing the three monkey. You know, the, like yeah, no uh, here. No, here no, yeah, yeah, speak, speak yeah. see here. Those are my pictures. Isn't it Ford and Do? No evil? Uh, um, I think we're getting close to our... Do we have any closing remarks? I was going to say, how long have we been here? Well, our last guest episode was an hour and 40 minutes long. Yeah. We, we, we reached an hour and like 10 maybe. I don't know how close that or accurate that would be. But yeah. Anything else we want to talk about? No. Nah. Right, that's been us. We, we tried to do a clap track at the start so we can't clap end it like we normally do. Oh, and also, I don't, we mentioned at the start, if there's no video up on YouTube, it's either gone horrendously wrong. Did I say that at the start? I can't remember if you did. I remember saying that when we were doing sound check. Yeah. So, yeah, if there's no video... It is what it is. And for the three people who got to the end, that's what it, that's how it goes. We respect you. We love you. Fair yeah, enough. Yeah, look. One person for every, every person right here. One viewer for every person here. <laughs> oh, okay. I see what you mean. Yeah, okay. I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, well, episode 11. See you guys later.